Welcome back to the 30 day Grow Your Sales Challenge. Hi everybody, it's Catherine. Today is day eight. Did you have a good weekend? Did you get a chance to get caught up on everything? I hope so. Uh, we are all ready to dive into a new week. Just wanting to say that each week has a type of theme to it. So last week's theme was your sales mindset and also taking action in your business. And what I think is important about last week's theme and what I'd really love you to carry throughout the whole challenge is that it's not just something to think about for a week, it is something to think about at all times, how you can take action in your business. And I'd love for you to be thinking about that on a daily basis, even as we move into the different themes and prompts for the challenge. So keep thinking about it, keep thinking about how you can reach out to your customer, keep thinking about how you can start conversations and keep thinking about how you can be proactive and when it comes to growing your sales. This week's theme is all about talking about your products and giving your customers the information that they need to buy. The other thing I wanted to do before I jump into today's task is to remind you of what we've got going on in the club this week as well. So we have got at 11.30 on Tuesday, that's tomorrow, Tuesday 27th, we have the rescheduled session with Iman Ishmael, who unfortunately had to cancel last week's, which was very disappointing, but unforeseen circumstances. But we are, we do have a new date back in the diary for 11.30 tomorrow. Iman is going to be talking about sending emails that sell, specifically your welcome sequence. And she's amazing wealth of knowledge on this subject area. And I definitely recommend checking her out. Then on Wednesday, we have between one and two, we have a co-working session, which I know several of you attended last week and uh, enjoyed speaking to other people and getting to know some of your fellow club members. And then on Thursday, the 29th of June, we have got our planning session, 1.30 p.m. planning session. That is our typical monthly planning session. We're going to be looking at planning out July as well as reviewing June. Uh, it's a really great opportunity to come and have a think about how the last month went and pl put plans in place for the month ahead. And of course, you also get the opportunity to have smaller breakout rooms with some other club members as well. Uh, so lots going on as always, but let's dive into today's task. So today's task is about you thinking about what I would call a decision-making audit. So what does that mean? Well, what I want you to really turn your mind to is the information that your customer needs to buy. And we're going to come on in later days to talk about how you can use that. But the first thing I want to do is for you just to do an exercise where you think in as much detail as you can about the kind of information that your customer will need to buy. So, for example, I have talked before on the private member podcast. For those of you who've been listening to it for a few weeks, I talked before about this, about the longest buying cycle I was on recently, which was purchasing myself a machine to make plant milk with as I'm dairy intolerant so I buy a lot of oat milk and I'm just going to use that example to illustrate some of the points when it comes to a decision making audit and to encourage you at each step to think about what it might mean for your business and I think as well also if you've been purchasing anything recently then think about what you the process you go through and the decision making that you would make that you would undertaking as you went through every step of the buying process the reason that i'm so keen to think about it in these terms is that it helps us see our blind spots it can be very very difficult sometimes as small business owners to understand where we've got blind spots in our messaging in our marketing and when it comes to growing sales then having the strongest messaging and marketing possible 
as well of course of being bold and reaching out and taking all of that great proactive action to grow ourselves that's all it's all really important so the first thing i want you to think about is the basic information that the customer needs to make the decision so that could be things like the dimensions the price and all of those kinds of pieces of super basic information how long it's going to take to come how much the postage is going to cost all of that kind of information so for example with the plant making plant milk machine some of the basic information i needed to know was when it was expected to be delivered how much it cost and i also needed to know how big it was because it's a quite a commitment to put a new something appliance into your um into your kitchen so i needed to know not just the dimensions but then they also had pictures which was helpful uh, where I could actually see it in relation to people's hands, in relation to people's toasters, for example. So it gave me a really good idea. So I want you to think about the, just the basic information that your customer needs. It's probably the most straightforward. The second piece that, of information that people need during their decision-making order is they need an element of trust. So that is about, do they trust do they trust that the product is going to be good? So how do you get that trust? Well, there are reviews. Now, reviews are tricky. I think if you have if you have a smaller number of reviews, it can be hard if you've maybe got one or none on most of your products. I think that in that case, if you've, if you've not got enough reviews to have a couple at least per product, I would say you're better off just collating general reviews for the business. So for example, you can set up um, Google My Business um, profile where you can collect google reviews you can send people to your google reviews as part of your post purchase email sequence or asking people when they come into your bricks and mortar store however that works and then you can link to that somewhere on your website so you could have for example um check out our 65 star google reviews for example so you definitely need an element of trust how are they going to be convinced that this is going to work out for them and they don't just have to take your word for it do you have pictures of happy customers using it do you have reviews as we just mentioned do you have money back guarantee it's an interesting one this one i'm obviously you know with products we were governed by rules around returns and giving your money back anyway but you know do you have a satisfaction guarantee is there something you can add about how they can you know you've got a dedicated helpline if people have questions or anything like that but just basically how can you build up the trust that would be the second step and um, what elements of trust do you think people will need for you to, for their decision making with your product so the other thing the next piece of the decision making is the benefits and not just the features um and the difference between a feature and a benefit is that the features kind of go back to the basic information and so for example when we get so when we go back to um the plant making machine so what was the feature and what was the benefit so one of the features is that it has a special area where it collects the um it collects the sort of pulp after it's extracted whatever it needs to extract for the plant milk so that is a feature the benefit of that is that it's easy to pop that off and wash it um and again that they the one of the features is that uh it's like a one touch you know one you just press one button to start it and then the benefit of that is that you can walk away and do other things while your plant milk is making for example so 
think about the difference between features and the benefits, thinking about what kind of benefits you want to really talk about and think about what every time you talk about a feature, can you also add in the benefit to that benefit for that as well? What else do people need for their decision making audit? Now, of course, it all depends. If something is a smaller price point, generally speaking, the less inf the less information is needed. The higher the price point, the more information is needed. So for some of you, you may think, actually, OK, I think I'm good with the basic information, maybe some of the trust pieces. But if you've got a higher price product, there's lots of different things that you can add in on top of that. So we talked about features and benefits. There's also things like content around how you actually use the product. So like, for example, going back to the plant milk, not only did they have videos of it in action, but they also had blog posts where they talked about different recipes they talked about different uses for having your own plant milk they talked about the benefits as well of those of things like not having uh, additives in your plant milk or reducing packaging and the amount of packaging that you were consuming this sort of thing so have a think about explainers what could that look like for your business and how could you have that content the other piece as well when it comes to cost Obviously, there's a price that is pretty straightforward. You just talk about that. But are, is there anything that you can do to work out cost per use or otherwise talk about the price in a way that d can explain the higher cost? So or explain or justify the higher cost. So, for example, again, going back to the plant milk, there was definitely content in there around the cost of how much it makes to actually you make a pint of plant milk in the machine versus buying oat milk which is super expensive so thinking about is there anything additional you can add there about cost and cost per use and then also another one which I think can be really useful is it kind of feeds back into the explaining the price piece but there's information about the quality so for example uh, if you have linen dresses do you have information about the actual process of the linen and and the quality of the cloth things like that so there's all of these different pieces of information that your customer could need and today's challenge is to sit and think about or make yourself a list or maybe you're jotting down notes as you're listening but i want you to go through those p those points for your product business and i want you to think about the information that the customer needs and how much information your customer needs for the buying cycle and then think about specifically how that applies to your product so going through it again your basic information trust information talking about benefits not just features explainer information or uses for example making uh, for example the plant milk recipes cost information quality information and if you can think of anything else that you think your customer really needs to know then make sure you include that as well and uh, why not come into the group share your thoughts and share what you would say if you if you thought of anything else that you feel like your customer always needs to know it'd be really great to brainstorm and share that all right there you go that is your task for the day and i'll see you in the group